Welcome to the audio ministry of Nanda Flora Williams. She is a speaker, author, psalmist, and coach. As you listen, be inspired, motivated, and challenged. Hello everyone, Nanda Williams here for Treasures for Living Ministries. This is our podcast. I'm the creator of the Treasures for Living podcast, the CEO of Nanda Williams Ministries, and also uh, the lead person for Syria Ministries, which is our leadership arm uh, where we train and we equip women to fulfill the calling of God in their generation. Today, I wanted to talk with us about something I've titled The Wounding. I know this is a Valentine sort of like a series of messages, but this is, has been my personal experience. I want to make a disclaimer here. I'm not a counselor. I'm not a psychotherapist. I'm not a doctor. So please don't take this as full medical advice, mental, physical, psychological advice. It is. It has been my experience. I'm merely sharing my experience. So I'll title this, this podcast, The Wounding. And the reason why I've called it The Wounding is this. You know, if you see a person who has wounds all over their body, they are not healthy. They are not strong. A person who is filled with boils all over their body, filled with cuts all over their body, you know, covered, covered with wounds internally and externally, they are not a healthy person. That person does not have the ability to feed, to care, to clothe, to love, to uphold and to strengthen another person. They don't have it. And the reason is because they are handicapped in themselves. I'll tell you a few sto- stories from the Bible because it is my founding document. It is the constitution for what I, how I live my life. Okay, so in Psalm 147 verse 3, the Bible says, God says in his word, he heals the brokenhearted. So if you're listening this, to this today and your heart is broken, your mind is broken, your emotions are broken. It says God heals the brokenhearted and binds up their wounds. God binds up the wounds. He binds up the wounds. He understands that people have wounds. He had wounds. Jesus had wounds on the cross. You know, he had wounds. Healing their pain and calm and comforting their sorrow. God heals our pain. God comforts our sorrow. Now, I had this experience once when I was like a coach, a mentor for young people and a pastor for young people. And there was this day that I had been deeply, 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 deeply hurt by some of the people that were around me. And in particular, by a particular person. And I remember I got up from my bed that morning and I did not, I couldn't, it was like, even when I was walking, I was walking like a hunchback. I was walking bent over because of the pain, because of the ache in my heart. I was, I was wounded internally. So I couldn't go out that day. So I decided to stay home and I, I now knelt down by my bed and I decided to worship God. You know, the Bible talks about worship. It talks about us worshiping God in Psalm 100. It says we should worship God. So I decided to, you know, I just decided to just worship God. And I spent time, I knelt down and I just worshiped God. And I worshiped and I sang, I worshiped, I sang and I worshiped God. And I cried out to him. Somehow I think in the worship, there must have been a cry. And I just, because it was like, it was like, I felt like I was serrated. I felt like I'd had caught, someone took my heart and slashed it, slashed it into a million pieces and I couldn't put it back together and I didn't know what to do. So I was there worshiping. I worshiped. And after about, 
I think it must have been, I don't know. I don't know how long I was there. But I got to a point, the pain was erased from my heart. It, it was a, it was it was like what happened was like God just restored my heart give me a give me clear clear you know my heart felt clear I, it felt light you know I felt peace and I was restored the second time that you know God healed me I was I I, I had this um I had an, an incident and it was this was many years ago. My daughter must have been about two or three years old. And I remember going to bed that night with this pain. And I was like, God, I don't know what to do about this. You know, I was really hurt. So I went to bed. I think it was my husband. My husband, I think, was the one that hurt me that day. It was my husband. So I went to bed, you know. And in the middle of the night, I dreamt that the door to my room opened. You know. And when, the, But when the door opened, there was a bright light that that flooded my room because my we we slept with our, our lights off at that point so it bright light and then i did not see a person but i just felt like an angel came to me and he placed his hand on my heart and i was healed and he left i didn't wake up from the dream but i saw all of this in the dream when i woke up the next morning I was completely, totally healed. My heart was like it had never had a pain. I couldn't even remember having any, any other pain. Like before in the past, my heart was completely healed and restored. I woke up that morning and I had this deep sense of gratitude to God because I knew that he had walked in me in the night and restored, you know, just restored my heart. So I've titled this message, The Wounding. And why have I titled it The Wounding? The reason why I've titled it The Wounding is because I know this for a fact. That if you are going to reach people, if you are going to help people, if you are going to be married to somebody, you're going to be a boyfriend, you're going to be a girlfriend, you're going to be a spouse, you're going to be a partner to somebody. You have to have the ability to love that person right. Now remember the picture I painted for you. If you've been caught all over your body, you have external wounds and internal wounds. You've been hurt. Your your you know, you know some maybe someone has poured acid on you. Let's you know I don't even want to say that because that's so horrible. But just imagine somebody with deep seated wounds. You know they may have been some somebody has broken your heart in the past. Your parents said this this this. They neglected you. Didn't care for you. Didn't love you the way you needed to be to be loved. Were not there for you the time you needed for them to be there because they were caught up in their own issues, their own circumstances, their own wounds, and they did not have time for you. Maybe you were abandoned as a child. You were left as a child. I heard a story where a boy said his mom left him on the steps. She told him she was coming back and she left him. He was on those stairs from morning till night until a stranger picked him up, took him, adopted him and raised him. I've heard of stories where people have given birth to babies in the bathroom and they've taken those babies and put them in the dumpster. I've heard of stories where people have given birth to babies and they've taken them and left them by the doorstep of an utter and complete stranger. Maybe you, you, are, you, are, you are like that. You've been abandoned by somebody. Or maybe your parents, your, your parents' marriage broke up. And because it broke up, your mom left you. She abandoned you. She was not there. So you grew up not really experiencing, knowing, feeling, sensing that you were loved. You had a father who couldn't be bothered, who didn't care, who, who, who was just all about himself. I heard the story of somebody else who 
He said the only time his father spoke to him was when they were working. Only. His father never let him enjoy life. His father never ever said anything to him. Never had time to play. Treated him badly all of his life until the father was dying of cancer. And even when he went to his father to speak to his father on his dying bed and to just love on him, he took care of his father for a couple of months. He asked his father and he said to his father, he was like, is there anything I've done that you, 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 you know, are proud of? Anything I've, I've done in my life that has made you proud? The father looked at him, shook his head and said nothing. That must have been the last blow. You know, so this man said he was working, but he never reached for anything. He never was striving. You know, he, he never reached for everything because he always felt that he was not good enough. The wounding. Maybe maybe the wounds you have received in your life have incapacitated you. You see this big dream. You know in your heart that you can accomplish it. But there's such a sense of inferiority in your life that you don't believe that you're worthy. You don't believe that anyone could love you. You don't believe that there's a father who can empower you. You don't believe it. Or when we turn around and look at the generation behind us, the boys who are stabbing themselves, Recently, there was a, an issue of a, a transgender girl being stabbed and killed by her, uh, her, her classmates at school, two of them. They planned for it. They caught this girl and they stabbed her more than I don't know how many times. Those children have issues in themselves. They have issues in themselves. Am I excusing what they did? No, 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 never. Whatever punishment that should be given for somebody who commits such a crime, that is what they should have. However, those children, because they're still children, they're under 18. We need to ask ourselves as a society in England, what is missing? What We as parents, what are we doing? What are we doing? I find that in my community, and I am so sorry, men, I don't mean this badly. In my community, you know, this woman was sharing with, with, with me, she used to um, mentor um, and train athletes, you know, in Basildon. And she said she she trains athletes who are um, who are like from um, Afro African backgrounds and Caribbean backgrounds. She trains athletes who are British, who are white or or white. The English people take our time from their busy schedule at the weekend, sit with their children, drive the children here and there, do and they're there. The African people just come, they dump the children there, they leave. And sometimes they don't even come back and pick them on time. And sometimes they don't even pick them and she has to drop them at home. Why? We're too busy trying to make a living. We're too busy trying to impress others. We're too busy competing with the masses. We're too busy trying to make, make, make a name for ourselves. Or we are just overwhelmed and we have allowed the economy and all that's happening around us to overwhelm us. Because it's not very easy to be an immigrant. And it's not easy to be an immigrant and succeed. However, we have to tell ourselves that we are linked up to the God of the universe. The one who says that he will give us riches in secret places, in hidden places. We have to remind ourselves that the God who hung the sun, who hung the stars, who hung the moon, and who called them out at the right time. The God who put the boundaries by the sea is our God and our Father. So we don't need to go about laboring like we don't have a Father. But we need to hook up with our Father, prioritize our lives like Job did in Job chapter 1, where he says that Job was a man, he was blameless, he was above reproach, he was he feared God. 
and he and he ran away from evil. Then the next thing he te- the Bible tells us is about Job's family. It tells us that Job has his children, his sons, and his daughters. Then the next thing that the Bible says in Job chapter one is now tells us about the wealth. There was priority, priority. The wounding. Let's go back to the wounding. What is that wound that is in your heart that has not allowed you to love people? Some people, they've gone through situations, gone through being brokenhearted in church, that they become a bit cantankerous. This, when you meet them, the sweetness that should be on that spirit is gone. Don't allow anybody to steal the sweetness of the Holy Spirit on your life. Don't allow anybody to make you unrighteous, unholy, unjust, and a perverse. Do not allow anybody who is wounded. Don't allow their wounds to become your wounds where you lose the anointing, the fragrance, and the oil of God upon your life. I refuse to take on any wound. From any person and i refuse to lose the anointing of god upon my life being vengeful being a, a covenant breaker being a backbiter a slanderer somebody filled with malice i refuse it i refuse may the fragrance of god upon your life not be lost may not be lost because you have been through people who have cheated abused and used you and they've called themselves your brother your covenant brothers or sisters in christ don't lose the fragrance of God upon your life. The wounding. Are you wounded? Are you wounded? Are you wounded? The same way God has healed my wounds time and time again, God can do the same thing for you. Mentally, emotionally, physically, psychologically. Or maybe you're married to a husband who cannot be bothered. He doesn't, he doesn't care about you. doesn't care. He doesn't care whether you're alive or you're dead. You woke up or you didn't wake up. He does not care. He doesn't pay you any attention. It, 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 maybe he's a narcissist. I met a woman in the hospital. You know, she had come back for a second breast surgery. She said her husband pays her no attention. It's in my book. My book, Survive. He paid her no attention. He only asked her questions that had to do with him. Where are my keys? Where am I? He paid her no attention. Didn't care whether she lived or she died. Didn't care. She said the first time she had breast cancer, it was because of all the pains, the hurts, the issues. She said the second time she has had breast cancer. She said now, she was now telling us in the, in the world, openly people were hearing. It wasn't a secret. She said now she now needs to focus on herself and love herself. If not, she doesn't think she'll survive. Sometimes there are significant relationships in our lives and those people, you expect them to love you, but they have no time for you. Like the woman at the well. But that woman at the well, the, that day she woke up, Jesus was waiting for her. He was the well upon the well. I've heard T.D. Jake say that. And he was sitting there. He was full. He was full of his father's love. When this woman set out to Jesus, the love of God was drawing her. When she found Jesus, the Bible says she left her water pot. Her heart was healed. So I pray for you today that every wound, every pain, every affliction in your life, mentally, emotionally, physically, psychologically, in the name of Jesus, be healed, be healed, be healed. Fight for your heart, that your heart will be whole, that your heart will be whole. Don't lose the fragrance of God upon your heart. And if you are there, you have experienced a wound, you have experienced an ache, you have experienced a pain, you have a trauma, and that thing plagues you, it chases you, it disturbs you, it hounds you. I want you to cry out to God. Cry to God as you are listening. Say, God, my Father, I am hurt. I'm heartbroken. God, heal me. Restore me. Send the right people to me in the right places at the right time that they will bring 
bring healing. Remind me of your love. Teach me your ways and lead me to a good church place and people who really truly serve you. Remove from my path wicked and perverse men and women in Jesus' name. May God bless you. May God bless you and may every wound in your heart be completely and totally healed in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for listening to this. This is Nandu Williams. The Treasures for Living Ministries is the Treasures for Living podcast. I am the creator of the podcast and this podcast is available on all the major platforms. Please, if this has blessed you in any way, even if it's for two minutes, like it, please. Join our community on Facebook. Like it, share, subscribe. When you do this, it encourages us. It encourages me to go on because honestly, there are days that I feel like, mm, is anybody listening? So like it, share, subscribe, and just be a blessing to somebody else with this word so that their lives will be changed and so that they would be restored. I leave the same verse I started with. Psalm 147 verse 3. He heals the brokenhearted and binds up their wounds, healing their pain and comforting their sorrows. God bless you. Thank you for listening to this message. We trust that you've been blessed, encouraged, and transformed to go out and make a difference.